1: Bigfoot Collectors Club presents
2: Terrifying Tales from Zombie Bigfoot's Cryptid Crypt (laughs) I know a ghost story About you! Hello everyone and welcome back to Zombie Bigfoot's Cryptic Crypt, the extra spooky version of Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share terrifying tales of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McHellion, with me always is your other host, Fritz Johnson, and our supernatural proguer.
1: Riley Brain. He's back uh-huh. from
2: the dead, he is Riley. pro good again. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> Thanks we, guys, good to be back. We missed you last week. <laughs> uh I'm we we're happy that you're there in Musical Spirit, but it never feels the same without you. So No. Glad we need you your goo, here. Riley. We yeah. need here to no more goo vacations. All over you can't take an, you Cannot take another vacation, Riley. You
1: can't. All right, it. that's my my allotted yeah. per five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> another six
2: years, you can do it. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So all month long, we'll be sharing extra creepy stories of high strangeness here on the regular feed and our our Patreon, BCC the other side over at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. And we're coming to the end of the month, actually. I want to remind everybody that this Friday night, October 27th, at 6 p.m. Pacific time, that's West Coast, baby, uh, we're doing our Zombie Bigfoots Clubhouse live stream Mm -hmm. where you guys get to come hang with us as we do the show for you live. That'll be on popsylounge.com and pick up an additional VIP pass to have a virtual meet and greet with either... Bryce, Riley, or me after the show. You know you want to. By the way, if you want to take a look at what some of these Clubhouse live streams are, we've been dropping a few of our past, and I do mean deep past episodes, over on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can find that. It's just Bigfoot Collectors Club. Uh, We'll throw up a link in the episode of these show notes. It's a blast. So come check it out and then come be there live with us in person because we do like interactive stuff with you guys during the show. Riley reads comments and we do we get to ask and answer questions. Mm -hmm. It's a great Mm -hmm. time.
1: That was a trip to see the still you put up of that that old live stream. I was like, wow, look at just just these young bucks had no idea what they were getting themselves into. My hair was so short.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that was in your short hair phase. Your hair grows so fucking fast, (laughs) dude. It's like (laughs) like six months ago it's like short, and now it's like it's like a growing horse's mane. It's beautiful. Yeah. My superpower. Again, that's
2: the only haircut you get during the show. Right. Right, of course. Never do it again. Right. Twice Um, a decade. Yeah. All right. Before we bring in our guests, let's check in with the Club Scouts who have been following the show on their favorite podcast app and dropping us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Riley, who is our five-star Club Scout for the week?
1: This is from Odd Notions, and the title is Delightful Jaunt into the World of the Weird. This is definitely my new podcast addiction. There are so many amazing stories to get the imagination buzzing. The interview style and banter make you feel as though you're sitting with a group of friends telling spooky stories by the campfire. Instant fan, five stars.
2: I've got an odd notion. You're going to be with us for a very long time. Yeah, welcome to the campfire. Okay. Well, our guest this week is a medium and an intuitive. You may know her from the House Medium podcast or her multiple appearances on Bigfoot Collectors Club and on the other side. Please welcome back with open hearts to the clubhouse, Adela Levine. Adela.
4: Hi, everybody. What's
2: up, Adela?
4: (laughs) It's been a while
2: since we've had you over on the main feed. I'm so happy to have you over here.
4: I know, but I hear about you guys pretty much
2: daily. Oh. <laughs> pretty much daily. Yes. Yes. That's
4: Pretty awesome. much daily in a reading. There, I'm like, I start every reading saying, how did you find, have I read for you before? No. How did you find me? Well, I heard you on, I go, the big, Foot Collectors Club. They're like the Bigfoot Collectors Club. Oh, that's and like, so
3: great! <laughs> much the good all word. The time. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's amazing.
4: <laughs> so, or on my podcast, so I feel like I'm here around you guys a lot oh, yeah. because you're, yeah, you're, you're We well go loved. back
3: a long ways, <laughs> all of us. But you oh were, yes. I
2: mean, Adela was our very first personal paranormal history story from uh Pete Gardner, who was telling us the time he mm-hmm. you saw right. a medium. And it was Adela, and that's that's how, how trippy it is. So that? she's been with us since really episode one, which yeah. is wild. And us yeah. all
1: going to to see you do your thing was our first collective uh, sort of paranormal oh field trip yeah. that we did it for was, the show.
2: And
3: what a mind blower too. Adela just blew all our minds in a yeah. single night. <laughs> well I remember it was like, oh my like god.
4: Bryce was first. And yep, then of course I was like drawn to Bryce and
1: then he's like, I'm yeah. not
4: sure who you're talking about. I'm like, great. Really? <laughs> the first person? <laughs> I was like, I know this guy's like really connected to this world. So. I was like some, somehow really drawn. And I came out of the ET closet, you know, because I never told any alien stories. And oh, I that's said,
3: right. To oh anyone,
4: God. not even in life. So Michael it,
3: had you out by the pool asking you alien questions afterwards. <laughs> right? He was like, we need to talk now. I remember
2: <laughs> the thing about that situation was there was the thing where you were describing a room to Bryce. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, this is not. You're like... There's a blanket on the bed, the paint's green, there's a thing, there's a window right here. And Bryce is like, this is just not ringing a bell for me. And then you went down like eight people and you got to a woman who's like, okay, I've been biting my tongue this whole time. But that room you were describing was my grandmother's bedroom to a T. And it was one of those things where someone else is relative had been like yeah. pushing Bryce's relative aside to get to you because <laughs> they right. were so exa- It which was which was wild. So even even in that miss for Bryce, it was a hit for somebody else who was in the room. Well yeah it
4: I- yeah go ahead Bryce
2: I was gonna say
3: that miss came after that may have been a miss uh that I do that's right I remember that but that came after a direct hit because uh right before that Adela like hit the nail on the head of the person that I was uh that had passed away in my life that I was thinking of and Adela was sort of uh reading at, like this whole group and and she was gonna you know she didn't need any information she was just gonna sort of tell you how this person most likely had passed and when she got to mine it was just like i remember her going slam and i was like ah you know it was my my stepfather was killed in a car accident and Mm -hmm. and uh and that's exactly who i was thinking of and i was just like here we go uh a night night of a night of weird with the boys and this down the rabbit hole yeah and this cool new medium we just met can't wait to see what this is all about
4: it's usually ha- how it happens, because I did a seance recently at the Wolves, which is in the Alexandria Hotel, which is supposed to, it's a very haunted hotel, and they opened up this bar, and they have an upstairs, I just did this like a week ago, and um, they they gave raffle tickets, so the people really didn't know, they, they all, they wanted me to do more people, Tw- it was 20 people, and they wanted more, I was like, listen...
3: <laughs> Just Jeez. like
4: this is it, yeah. like this is what we're doing, um, and I like start the whole thing, and everybody's like, you know, they're in the Halloween spirit, so they're like, dee, 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 da da da. And I was like, li- I had my altar out, I stood up, I'm all looking like full on, you know, seance like outfit from head to toe. It was, it was awesome, nice. And <laughs> they're like chatting with each other, and so I had to go. Like listen up this is going to be the real deal and then I start with the one yeah <laughs> like it is time I walk around the room with incense and I'm like clean you know kind of and then they're like attention is given and it kind of happened like what you said this one girl I said you across from me I see this woman talking in your ear she says something about May or June and she goes that's my mom her birthday's May she died in June And I was like, "All right, well, let's do this." Here we go. And this time, I let the uh, the others in the space hang out too. Not Mm. you didn't send
2: anyone out of the room. Mm -mm. Any pesky resident ghosts or spirits? No,
4: I did see one man. Like uh, people kept feeling people behind them. They kept feeling like something. And these two girls. And then right when they're saying this, I saw not in my mind's eye, like a man, like you know, like in the movies when it's like. And oh, then it geez. goes, whoa. and I and he was just like, it was like, hello, like, what are you doing? Like staring at me, and I was like, whoa, that's cool. I mean, I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Other people do, do not. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I feel something behind me, and, um, but yeah, that's usually how I like to come out if I can come out swinging if I can. Yeah.
2: Well, you do. And I, I mean, I think there were direct hits in that whole, that first gallery we did with you. And that episode, I was going to say, is on the other side. It's one of our first episodes. Oh, and yeah. I, Go back I, and I remember to that. when Riley put the initial cut together, It uh, there was like a lot of me and maybe some of us. But definitely me crying. Like it got <laughs> oh. it was so personal. Yes. And I remember so ca- awesome. I remember calling Riley and I was like, I think we should take maybe some out. <laughs> some of this stuff out. Maybe the that's parts great. with me sobbing. I mean, now I think, now knowing our community, I would probably be like, Yeah, let's right. do it. So we we do, I want a director's yeah. sob cut. Yeah, just we should like, do, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll release the crying cut. Maybe.
1: We'll that's see. pretty <laughs>
4: classic to how it works with with me and people that's what I'm saying. That girl started crying right after the bat off the bat it's like i try to tell people like i'm gonna do this for real so i don't know how much but i think what i remember is that i had never talked about aliens or anything to anyone i'm like so i'm just gonna for the first time go Mm. on a podcast and tell a bunch of strangers okay guess this is what this is what we're doing because i never talked about it so for me that was like a door opened for sure,
1: yeah. you were you were the first of many to have that same experience <laughs> yeah. on this show. That's <laughs> true, <laughs> but
4: I've talked about a lot of weird stuff, so I've, that yeah. was the one thing I just kind of kept to myself for a long time. I love that. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. Glad. Um, I'm really glad. I'm, I'm
1: really glad. You're out of it was, the saucer closet now. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Great. Well, here's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to. This is an L Files episode, which means we're going to be digging into some listener stories, but we're going to do something a little bit differently this time around. We're going to read them. And then we're gonna have what Adela does or some similar to what you might do, I would say, over on the house medium, which is you're gonna kind of peer into the, uh, across the veil or behind the veil. I don't know how you'd phrase that. Behind, that's her book. A- and see if uh, yeah. peering into, the narrow, room, peering it's into the narrow room. Peering into the in narrow room. Yes. narrow room, yes, there we go. So you can take <laughs> a peek in that narrow room and then uh, I love that. <laughs> maybe tell us what you think is going on with this person's experience in in the letter so we'll do that but first we have an important story to you know i'm sure you guys have been dying it's been out for a couple weeks now as you're listening to this you're dying for our take who knows this might be old news by then but uh (laughs) we got to address it this is a story this is what uh, we do this is what we do and we got to read it to you riley get ready because we have some ABC yes. Bigfoot reportedly spotted from train in remote part of Colorado. What? what, what? <laughs> this comes from the DenverGazette.com. Every once in a while, the Out There Colorado team will receive a report of a Bigfoot sighting. Very rarely do those reports come with photos or video footage to support the claim. Thus, in most cases, the report is very difficult for our team to cover. That wasn't the case with the Bigfoot report that landed in my inbox on October 10th when Shannon Parker reached out to share an experience that she and her husband, Stetson, the most Colorado name that's ever ever (laughs) (laughs) heard, Ever been given a baby? Had on the popular Durango to Silverton train ride over the past week. Durango weekend.
3: to Silverton.
2: Wow. According to Shannon, they were seated near the back of the Durango and Silverton narrow gauge railroad train when they spotted movement on a mountain hillside. The two were shocked when they noticed it wasn't your average animal instead moving on uh instead moving about on two feet. The person beside them grabbed their phone and started recording while Shannon snapped several photos. The video footage that was captured is compelling, clearly showing the Bigfoot creature walking up and then yes, squatting yes it does. down. Yes, In my conversation with Shannon, she noted that while she and her husband have never been naysayers when it comes to Bigfoot, Seeing was believing. She found it odd that the majority of those on the train passed the scene without noticing the creature. It didn't cause any sort of uproar, and had those in the back seats of the locomotive not seen it, it would have gone unnoticed. When she shared the photos and video footage with train employees, she reports they claimed they'd never seen something like it before, but that they thought it could be a legitimate sighting. Here's a uh zoomed photo version, zoomed in version of the photo, which I'll throw up on the Instagram that Shannon shared. If you guys uh take a look at that air, I can put the um mm-hmm. link. Uh, I, I sent you the video, Adela. Yeah. Uh, gives a better look at the creatures that squatted down. The video footage also captured gives a clearer look at the large creature's movement, showing it walking as well. While Bigfoot sightings aren't super common in Colorado, they're far from unheard of. After all, there's even a destination dedicated to the creature, the Sasquatch Outpost, located in Bailey, which I've stopped at uh, numerous times on road trips <laughs> between DC yeah. and LA. Awesome. Uh, more than 100 reports of centennial state bigfoot sightings have been documented documented in recent years. All right, so what do you guys think about this latest mass viral bigfoot sighting? Uh, let's start with Bryce, our expedition bigfoot experts. Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, at first I liked I, I like the context of this video being taken a person a couple on a train. You know, I mean, and they were all It seemed to be they were the only couple, too. So if you think like you're going to like hoax something like that, you'd at least like try and make a bigger commotion. Uh, But, you know, and and, and it is in like I think it's like State Park territory. So this thing is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I liked it until I saw the the face uh, because you I think I looked at TMZ, you zoom in real close uh, hmm. And then you see sort of this face, and I was like, "Wait, that looks a little familiar." Sort of like looks like the Jack Link's Sasquatch yep. almost. And I was like, oh. "Wait a minute, what? I, I I don't know." And I was like, uh, "But the that for me, it's sort of I lost my flagpole on it." But uh, uh, I still like <laughs> Wait, it. What's I think the Jack Links. What's like, the Jack
4: Link's, <laughs> Can you well, say it just what
3: looked, that is? I guess yeah, it's yeah, for, I should elaborate. Thing. It just sort of looked like a mask to it, like like uh it, it mm-hmm. looked like a popular a, there's like
2: there's a sasquatch in the beef jerky ads from about five years uh, ago and okay. it looks a lot like that costume. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: There's a that, gas
1: station outside Las Vegas that has a giant one. Oh <laughs> okay. yeah. I think okay. it's terribles gas station. Yeah. it looks like I face. feel like, like I've like seen Chaka that costume from before. Land of the Lost yes. right oh right. I yes.
4: love that show yeah Right. Okay. also
2: can you never use the expression lost my flagpole on this I love this show again <laughs> <laughs> he lost his
1: flagpole for that sassy squat
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah come on man you know I had, had I just, to bring the I Bigfoot
1: just, like, flag down I just
4: didn't even notice <laughs> man yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: <brother. laughs> Bringing the Bigfoot flag down. Yeah, I, I, did, I, I don't know. What about you guys? What did you think?
1: Same, literally same. I was yeah. like, "Whoa, cool!" And then I was like, "That's that's somebody just that." Because like, if it's a train going by, right? It's, odds are you're gonna be. It's like a smart hoax, right? But yeah. It, it yeah. feels very kind of. If this turns out that it was just a a viral marketing campaign for that beef jerky company, then honestly, Chef's Kiss, brilliant. Well, great work. it
3: worked. It worked great for Expedition Bigfoot coming back on Discovery at the, on the same night. So I was happy to. Oh, that's true. To, you got those uh, Bigfoot yeah, Google I was search like, results. Yeah, it was, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a little hey, bump maybe there. Capitalize off that moment for sure. Oh, oh, yeah. Adela,
2: what did you think? Same. Yeah,
4: I saw. I didn't even. I couldn't even see that close, but I kind of went down the the same lane you guys did. I was like. Okay, they're going really slow on the train. I've been on a train. I, I, there's nothing to film exciting. And it would be different if it was like they were watch, filming for a while, you know, and just being silly, like taking pictures of each other. And then you're like, what's that? But it was like very focused on it. It seemed very planned. And when I looked at the fur, it just looked too shiny. I don't the know.
2: Very silky it too, coat. On it, looked this too, it looked too clean. <laughs> yeah. So now suggest- I want to say
1: though, I'm not. I'm not throwing Stetson under the bus. Yeah, you know, no. a good so Colorado like Stetson. I think it maybe was just an outside person that was like. I'm gonna be in a bigfoot costume by this train, mm. and this is gonna be oh, fun. Oh no,
4: you're right. You're right. I do, but i I. I kind of agree with you. I thought that somebody thought it would be fun to mess with people. Oh, but I wasn't sure. It. I mean, it would be very elaborate if they all planned it. I mean, that would be kind of at ad- really which is elaborate. not
2: out of the realm of It could, yeah. could be. Yeah, but I. Look, as we discussed over on the other side a few weeks ago when I faked a yeah, very convincing useful no. photo with, with a dish. your little, uh, you little rat bastard. Like, you're real <laughs> like, I, I mean, look, if I had access to a pretty decent Bigfoot costume and I mm-hmm. was within an hour of standing you in the brush sick. as a train passed by, especially if I'm like a 19 or 20 year old kid, I 100% would do something like this because- yeah. Look, this is the whole thing is you don't need to like you don't need to like make any money off. It just the bragging rights of going viral this day and age is mm-hmm. is a good reason enough to do it. For me, the giveaway was the way this thing walked and then how it adjusted its leg after it squatted down. It looked very very human to oh, me. Oh. Yeah.
4: It I even thought the squatting costume. the squatting was too like like it didn't look like like a being that's like clumping around. Mm-hmm. It just was kind of smooth and then came down very smooth. I just immediately thought somebody is having a good time with these people on the train. I mean I used to work when I was younger I worked at Universal Studios and I used to go by the uh, you know the trams acting like I was a celebrity and, and people didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> because we were we were we were like that's behind awesome. the scenes like covering would,
2: your face. Yeah I would be like <laughs>
4: please please and people were like what's over there? What's oh that's that?
2: so funny. So
4: <laughs> yeah. I was like that age. Yeah, I was about like twenty, you know. Yeah. So I could see pe- pe- someone that age just having a good time.
2: Well, I do like how well it blended in with the brush in the area. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was like, super you know, camouflage. Yeah. And
3: if there are, if that is a person in a costume, they're taking a bold risk because that is, there are, you know, there are predators out there. It was, it did look like it was in the middle of some hill. Big I mean, men it was, with.
2: Big guns, yeah, trying to, try to yeah, catch exactly. themselves the Sasquatch. <laughs>
1: also true, yeah.
2: Oh yeah,
3: yeah exactly.
1: So it's Colorado, well, there you go Colorado.
3: All Squatch.
2: right. Well, hopefully, we'll by the time this drops, maybe maybe that person will have come forth. But uh, it's certainly fun, and boy oh boy, add it to the Bigfoot files. Let let mm-hmm. everyone in our community know if there's a Bigfoot if there's a Bigfoot video out there, we've seen it it's you don't <laughs> don't don't feel pressure to send it to us we've seen it we have hey
1: but it. it's you know it's it's nice to get it is. yeah that's like
2: a badge <laughs> of honor your friends
3: yeah. said, hey
1: i got a few of those Bryce. look at this yeah Bryce. yeah it's they're going of, to the kind of experts
4: fun. they want yeah. to know what the experts nice. think mm-hmm. yeah
1: indeed although that uh now now i'm promoting it more but i've been sent squatch. So many times. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Right. Like, like, have you seen this? And I'm like, yes. Uh, yes, Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's great.
2: It's great. If you think we haven't seen it, (laughs) we've seen it. All right. Think again. (laughs) Let's see if Adela can see what's going on in your realm right after this. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. The spooky season is here, and that means you might be sleeping a little less soundly because the shadow man is watching you from the dark corners of your room. You may not be able to do anything about him, but you can do something about those spooky old sheets of yours.
3: Yeah, did you know your temperature at nighttime can have one of the greatest impacts of your sleep quality? Did you know that? If you wake up too hot or too cold... Man, not good. I highly recommend you check out Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Maid uses silver infused fabrics, which helps keep away werewolves, and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long.
1: These space age sheets are infused with silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresher. Three times longer than other non silver cool sheets. So, no more gross orders.
2: Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? Ew! It can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just fucking disgusting. (laughs) Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. And you know that Shadow Man loves munching on all that gross bacteria while you're out cold.
1: That's facts. Miracle Made sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer. Than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Go to
3: TryMiracle.com
1: slash BCC to try Miracle-made
3: sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code BCC at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%.
1: And Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day Money back guarantee. So, if you aren't 100% satisfied, you get a full refund.
2: Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com/bcc and use the code BCC to claim your free 3-piece towel set and save over 40% off. BCC to treat yourself. And destroy
1: the shadow man who feed on your bacteria.
2: right it's time for the l files uh remember you can write to us at Club at gmail.com with your own personal paranormal history and uh stories of high strangeness that you yourself have encountered like tonight's writers uh and make sure to follow bigfoot collectors club on instagram and threads and on Pod. uh which is uh, over at TikTok. All right, it's time to venture into the catacombs. Let's open Zombie Bigfoot's cryptic Crypt and dip into some of these terrifying elephants.
1: All right, well, I'll kick it off. Uh, this letter begins, Hey, BCC boys and Adela. I added that part. Yay. But it, wouldn't it be impressive, though, if, if it if it didn't have those Super. already Super. So. I would already believe, already believe them. right already. <laughs> Riley, you sound <laughs> extra buttery tonight. Can I just yeah. say? Oh, I think yeah. it's just a, a relaxing week off in Mexico. Yeah. Vacation you know? voice. Yeah, you're in the butter <laughs> zone. I'm in that smooth <laughs> Good vacation Good for voice. you. You burned it. <laughs> <laughs> this email might be a bit frantic since I just woke up from the wildest dream I've ever had, and I'm trying to write it all down before I forget it. Love it already. Great. In my dream, there was a giant humanoid monster chasing me. I'm pretty sure it was like a centaur, but it had a spider body instead of a horse body. It was hyper-intelligent and kept knowing exactly where I was running to, and I was struggling to get away. Then suddenly at one point, it stopped. I heard it mutter something, and all I heard was the word, dream. It started looking all around and up at the sky, and then ran off in a different direction after that i woke up in a panic i almost immediately realized what had happened somehow the monster in my dream became lucid as it was chasing me and realized it was part of my dream i think it was trying to figure out a way to break out of my dream so it could find me in the real world and finish the job that's crazy. i don't know if it's even possible for an npc in a dream to become lucid and start thinking for itself I'm a bit scared to go back to sleep now. Hopefully it doesn't show up again. Wow! Thanks for the awesome podcast. I've listened to every episode you guys have released on both the main feed and the other side. Love you guys, Corey. Damn, Corey. Thanks,
3: Corey.
2: (laughs) Wow. So we have a spider centaur possibly becoming lucid in a dream. That's killer. I love that. All right. So what do you think about this, Adela?
4: So I'm trying to picture this. So he's basically saying it's a spider head. And legs, no, human Sp- head,
2: human, and human and head. Torso, torso, spider legs, and, and body.
4: Oh, okay, creepy. Okay. That, yeah. Um. Well, it doesn't really check boxes to okay. uh, paranormal stuff. If it was more of a spidery type of thing, that very much check boxes. Uh, but the human head isn't really a, a an entity. That I have seen over the years, Mm. you know, with a spider body. I will say that I've gotten a flood of dreams since Michael's been on my podcast, um, because now everybody is kind of looking at their dreams, and it's actually totally possible. But I, but I can say this: the fact that it told him dream, what I see is that there was something talking to him, but it's not an NPC. It isn't something that needed that can. turn itself into something physical here it is something trying to tell it you're in this other realm just stay in it Mm. so i don't feel like it's anything terrible it's nothing bad um i kind of almost feel like what he was seeing wasn't really looking like that because a Ooh. lot of those types of um, beings, they'll change the imagery, and clearly he's a video game person, into an image that he's familiar with, and he likes, and kind of relates to. Mm-hmm. So I think the
2: message- Or that, might scare him, maybe?
4: Or might scare him, um, but I don't think, honestly, they're not usually trying to scare you, they're trying to get your attention. It's like putting a mask on that's very like vibrant and big, like- Think of like sugar skulls and things like this. And there's Mm. a lot of um, cultures that do this. Like, hey, we're really, they believe in that, like scaring off spirits, you know, put masks on. These type of beings sometimes will put these kind of masks on to kind of get your attention. I feel like he was connecting to something, but it definitely has nothing to do with the imagery.
2: My interpretation of the moment where the thing was muttering and he heard the word dream was that this thing was chasing him and then it went, oh, wait a minute, I'm in a fucking dream. And then and then left, you know, and all he could yeah. hear was him recognizing that he was in a dream. So is it possible that it could have been some type of what you said, uh, it's not an NPC, it's not a non uh, uh, player character, it's something else from another realm that was dipping in or sharing the same plane that the dreamer was on, Corey, and then realized that, oh, I'm in this kid's reality where this isn't real. I'm going to get out of here.
4: No, because they're usually meeting you between the worlds. It's not like he's going into your dream. You're going halfway there. And they're coming halfway to you. So what spirits tend to do and entities tend to do is they don't want you to wake up because if you wake up, you come out of that realm. Mm -hmm. So it's like when somebody suddenly goes and dreams about a loved one and they're talking to them, they'll purposely create a kind of crazy scenario. Let's say your grandfather's like, you know, hanging out at a club and you're like, I've never seen my grandfather at a club. So So you're so distracted with what are we doing here? This seems kind of wacky that he get he can keep you there. soon as you go, oh my god, he died, you wake up out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I
4: f- absolutely 100% know this being was saying stay dreaming, like stay here. Mm. Just stay stay w- stay in this realm because my sense and my read on this person is they really want something like this to happen. They really want to connect to that realm and it's like keep dreaming then. Stay here.
2: Got it. But so of they course, don't have it to worry about giant humanoid spiders breaking into no. our reality and eating him There's Okay, no good. i mean no. listen we didn't get a follow-up so either he didn't dream about it again or the spider found him and ate him in his bed and this is the last anyone's heard of court
1: if the Could centaur be. spider is listening right in and let us know Please, <laughs> yeah, yeah let,
2: let us know how you like our reality and how we can, can get to wherever visit, you came from <laughs> go can to a house
4: one, can come visit one <laughs> of us right guys yeah.
1: exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, true.
4: Bryce is down. Bryce is down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know how to like, handle these dream monsters.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. So I just think uh, I believe it's half what he thought.
2: Okay. Good.
4: You know, and maybe even less than half because he absolutely thought it was like it. People always tend to think that that it was interfering in his dream when he was really kind of drifting into another realm, getting a peek.
2: Cool. Love it. Cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, especially with Thanksgiving coming up soon. That's right. Time for leftovers. But you know what? There's a better way to break your bad habits. Don't go see an exorcist. Check out our
3: sponsor, Fume. Yes, they look at breaking bad habits from a different point of view. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit huh? fume
1: is an innovated award-winning flavored air device that does just that instead of vapor fume uses flavored air instead of electronics sucking on a battery fume is completely natural and instead of harmful chemicals and who knows what's fume uses delicious flavors mm-hmm.
2: Mm. you get it instead of bad fume is good it's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with guess what movable parts and magnets for fidgeting guys it's not just fun it's extra fun
3: yeah what does your air device have? Yeah,
2: it gives your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. Riley, you've used fume. You enjoy it, don't you? I
1: do enjoy the fume. And even just as, like, not for breaking a bad habit, Just a, I just kind of, I like it. I like having it on my desk. It, it it tastes kind of nice and crispy, and it's, uh, and I do like it. It's like these little satisfying little clickety-clankety with the, the magnets and the steel, and it's
2: it's you're a gadget it's, yeah, boy. It's, you like your gadget. It's gadgets.
1: just a nice little thing that there's nothing wrong with it. And it's a nice thing to hold in your hands. It's weighted beautifully.
2: We're tactile yeah, boys. There well, you, you go. I great like little toys. Thing.
3: BCC listeners, get your Fume Air device right now. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard. But switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 150,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't
2: be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the Journey Pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code BCC to save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. That's try F-U-M. Dot com and use code BCC to save an additional 10% off your order today.
1: Head to tryfume.com/slash BCC and use code BCC to save an additional 10% off your order today. Fume! Air device. advice.
2: All right, here we go. Here's the next one. Okay. Dear Michael, Bryce, and Super Riley. And Adela, of course. Of course. My name is Fred, and I live in the Ozarks region of Arkansas, a great hiding place for Bigfoot. I've been listening to your podcast on Spotify for just less than a year now, but have loved every minute, and I'm currently going back through and re-listening to each episode. I know, I know, the Patreon. I'm getting there. <laughs> and all of my, take your sweet time, baby. In all my that. life, <laughs> I cannot say I have experienced any serious paranormal activity. However, I know a lot of people that have, and I have a really interesting fact I just learned that I wanted to share. So here I go. Now, Adela, this might be a secondhand story. Now, my now ex girlfriend, who I'll refer to as Anna, grew up in a home where there was rampant poltergeist activity. Her and her mother, as well as siblings and other family members, corroborated that something about this house was just off. They would regularly feel the overbearing pressure of being closely watched, as if monitored by someone who wasn't there and who would regularly hear movement, and they would regularly hear movement throughout the house when it was otherwise empty. To top it off, there were times they found the dining room chair stacked neatly atop the dining room table after just leaving the room and returning just a moment later. However, one night in particular, Anna and her mother were alone in the house. Anna had been put to bed by this point, but her mother was up and wrapping up before heading to bed, just going to the kitchen for a drink. As she rounds the corner to the kitchen, a deafening silence fills the house. The hairs on her arm stand up, and the atmosphere is tense. What she saw was every single door, drawer, cupboard, and pantry wide open as if awaiting her. Mm. She froze briefly in shock before booking it back down the hall, grabbing Anna in her arms and running out of the house. As she ran out, a cacophony of bangs rang through the house as presumably every door closed at once. Again, there was never anything I experienced while around Anna, but she was very in touch with her spirit, with spirits such as her ancestors, and she did practice paganism later in life when I knew her. Coincidence? Lastly, in relation to the recent events of the UAP leaks from the Pentagon and confirmed footage, I did a little digging and found that one of the videos from 2004, the year of my birth. Oh
1: God! Oh, oh, baby! Ouch! (laughs) You really
2: are a baby when I called you a baby. came from a pilot who was stationed in the on the uss nimitz i believe the video is of the tic tac object observed over the ocean by the navy pilots and i think this is the video with audio to my point though my uncle was for a long time stationed on the USS Nimitz and as, as an engineer. And I had been told many stories about the ship in question. Mm. I never knew I had such a close connection to an event, and I found it cool. Hope you guys do too. Well, we certainly do. That is that's cool. Right. Wow. Nice. Oh, that's the Nimitz cool. connection. What about this poltergeist activity from his ex-girlfriend Anna?
4: Okay, so ju- just want everybody to know that usually on my podcast, people come on and then they'll kind of validate. So hopefully people will write to you and tell you what they think what I said. That would be cool. So you guys can get an update. Um but this is checking all the boxes. This is like level 15 paranormal activity. This is not common. I actually just did a story that's like worse than this one, but similar.
2: That was creepy. You called it a (laughs) level 20 in that this was a level 20 what does your level go to
4: <laughs> it depends. It, it, there's the sky's the limit, really. Oh there God, is no. Oh, I'm usually one 10
3: kind of guy. But yeah, wow,
4: there's perfect. there's like when there's doors slamming and someone yeah. on my podcast, she got pushed and things Ooh, like that. Oh, hell
3: no. Okay. Yeah, gotcha.
4: it was like bad, bad. Um, this is level ten because of the um, the doors and the drawers opening. the the ta- The chairs on the table is a little bit hard to kind of say that would be something they would do that's t- that would take a lot of energy for for those type of beings but um when you were reading it, I did see a man in that space and I did see that there was somebody that was purposely it wasn't like i don't I don't like dropping in because when i I can see him and it's not pleasant mm. so it's not a it's not an energy I want to totally drop into so i kind of do like a standing at a distance you mm-hmm. know or pushing him at a distance this was definitely on purpose this was definitely sinister this is not grandpa this is not grandma i believe her the door is opening the door is open this is very very something uh common but not common let's just say it is a it happens. box it happens but it's not that's why it's a level 10 that's kind of what i mean by when i say 11 to like this is these are rare those are rare and um chair on top my feeling is that this person this man i see had definitely something to do with the space definitely wanted to mess with her i kind of get like the vision of like the 1950s um and he's from that era and i got like i get like a pain even in my stomach like a stabbing pain so i do feel like he was that kind of guy like you know the guy who like you know, was running with gangs, getting into trouble, but worse than that, you know what I mean? Like he would kill somebody for their money type of thing. Um, so it's very gangster. Yeah, because I so I can when I start to feel it in my stomach and it starts to turn. I don't like it, so I kind of disconnect from it. But she is gifted a little bit. So what happens is they see that little antenna up and they're like, well, she's even perfect to mess with the most the girl
2: do do these entities get like a signal boost when there's someone who is in touch like you know how like if your cell service sucks it's a good way to think about it apartment and you get one of those towers from the cell phone company that helps boost the signal is is she is just her mere presence giving them strength
4: no her presence doesn't give them strength just like my presence doesn't give them strength it get, they just get excited because someone's gonna see them and feel them so you're just you're putting up like a Wi-Fi signal, and they're being drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that just like to mess with people. It's not always like a purposeful thing. Sometimes it's because they're annoyed and no one no one appreciated how they died. But this guy, not every spirit, and I would say ninety percent of the time when I do readings, they do want to evolve. They want to grow when they die. But there is a percentage that just don't care about that they're like i died whatever fuck everybody and i'll just mess with these people and that definitely is kind of what i feel this one was doing the doors open the drawers open and i also will just throw in and maybe they'll write into to you guys i just go down the stairs and maybe i don't know if it's a basement or something going down just feels not good icky. at all yeah okay. it's, it's icky is this a, this is a real one and it's not seal good. off
3: your basement i think is what adela is saying. <laughs> Hopefully they, hopefully Never Anna moved out of that house Hopefully
4: again. i hope they moved out right <laughs> yes, if and if,
2: if fred is still in touch with anna maybe maybe they should uh, have her cleanse yeah cleanse and listen to this episode so they can hear what adela is saying
4: Yeah exactly so sorry she went there, but that that shit is no joke and can be quite alarming
2: I say so. Yeah, I shit my pants right there in the kitchen. Are you fucking kidding me? No thanks. Take yeah. that, Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all boys. Right. What do we have?
3: Let's do another one. Here we go. Hey, BCC okay. boys, longtime fan and Patreon supporter. Thank nice. you guys for all the content and for being open and honest about your journeys. Shout out to Michael. I'm also from Kansas City. What what? Uh, Here are two of my own experiences. If they're too long, I understand. First and most recent story. I work part-time at a large truck yard. It spans about 30 acres with large empty lots and huge stacks of semi-truck parts. The empty lots are portions of the property that are essentially open desert ground. The truck yard is situated in a vast valley, completely surrounded by mountains. It's also in an industrial area, without skyscrapers or any buildings over two or three stories tall. I mention all this to paint the picture that with a clear sky, you can see for miles in most directions. Something I can't really explain happened last Friday, August 18th. I was driving a forklift, returning from the opposite side of the property after dropping off a pallet. As I drove more or less north toward the shop, a massive shadow passed over me. It moved slowly over the forklift in a very controlled manner, heading in the direction of the shop. Then, about 50 yards ahead, it abruptly changed direction, almost vanishing, as it moved so fast a sharp left and then gone. As I watched the shadow, I also scanned the sky, looking back and forth to see what was either so close or so large that it cast a shadow big enough to cover the forklift. I saw only blue sky, No cloud, plane, helicopter, or bird. Nothing was there. Just a vast blue void. No sound, no wind, and no one else around. I'm still baffled. Any thoughts on what it could have been, or have you heard of anything similar happening?
2: Well, let's take a pause right there, and let's address that question. This seems strange. So it implies that something was overhead and blocking the sun, but I wonder if this shadow is actually moving across the ground and wasn't Mm -hmm. actually anything projected from overhead what do you think adela
4: yeah because i i was kind of like waiting the same as you guys i was like okay so they're like staring at the sky and there's nothing there's no craft there's no anything my first and this is another like stomach a little bit turner but not too bad but this my first feeling this is very classic of what people call shadow people um, and how they operate um, but this is definitely spirits. This is definitely the way a spirit could show themselves because you can't. Mm-hmm. S- so in other words, when people see shadow people, it's because you can't, your sight can't see the full fullness of who they are. Like when I saw that guy in the seance, if someone else saw it, they might just see the shadow of it where I could just see his face and everything because of my sight. So my feeling is um, this was more spirit, not, not um creature or,
3: Silent UFO feel, mothership,
4: yeah. I don't feel I, I went there and I just, I just didn't see it, you know, it didn't sit, fit. Mm-hmm. They like to use light, they like to use like orbs or colors coming out. Um, they're not, I, it doesn't fit, it very much fits the way the spirit world moves
2: for sure. Mm. I don't know if this is from Kansas City or where this took place. Um, I wonder, you know. So I'm trying to think if I ever experienced any phenomena like that. You know, the sky's big there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People who come to visit are like, wow, this guy is really big oh, out okay. here. You know, so I'm trying to think if I've ever, you know, you, you can see like shadows of birds and stuff that fly over. I mean, you can see that anywhere. But I almost even got a vibe of, and I guess that this is in the Midwest, maybe not as much, but like kind of that like. Shadow Bigfoot feeling, you know, like that you guys have seen on Expedition Bigfoot mm-hmm. Bryce. I don't know. Something Ooh. bumped. Was me it
4: at this. night though? I was trying no, to No, it was
2: in the middle of the day. And I we we don't know how big the shadow was. He just said it was a very large shadow passed over. So I don't know if we're talking mm-hmm. five feet across or ten or twenty or thirty. I don't know how big this thing was.
1: It was big enough to cover a forklift. Yeah. So yeah. A forklift sized shadow.
2: Yeah. Could have been a cloud. But. It could but,
1: have but, been. Yeah, so they said no cloud though. Yeah.
4: No, I don't, I feel like something really happened, but I um when I what I see, and I'll throw this out for him, I mean, I just see that it was like a group of people. It wasn't one person. If I'm seeing it spirit, they look like a bunch of people that had something to do with that land. It had nothing to mm. do with anything. Um okay. Anything to do with any uh, buildings or anything or him, they look like they the land was what they were upset about. Maybe he was digging in that land, and this is very classic of like a Native American uh, energies. They just want you to respect the land. They they won't okay. mess with you. They don't. They're not going to be mean. That like contrary to what people think, they're very respectful, but they like their respect back. So they'll make themselves known. I just saw like a mass group of people. Okay. I didn't see like one or two, like a guy or, and um, so I'd be curious to know what that land was about.
2: Yeah, where that mm-hmm. truck yard is. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. All right, let's move on to that second uh, story in the in the L file there.
3: Yeah, sure, let's do it. A few pertinent details before I go into this second story. I grew up in rural Missouri. My parents had built a house on 27 acres of land, and the home sat in the middle of the property. Thus, it was a good distance away from the road. It was also completely fenced and gate gated since we owned livestock. We always had a dog as well. Lastly, there were no trees near the house. We could see almost the entire plot of land from the home. Well, one night, My brother, a friend, and I were in my brother's room in the basement. I was about 10 years old and my brother is about 4 years older than me. While we were playing a game on my OG PlayStation, someone yelled, I'm not sure who yelled or even what they shouted, I'm pretty sure it wasn't me, but I know it redirected all our attention to the small window in the upper left corner of the room's back wall. This window was in a window well designed mainly as an emergency exit. We had opened it earlier that night because the weather was cool and the room had gotten warm. As we all looked at the window, we saw a large Caucasian hand pressed against the screen. The screen was bending slightly from the pressure. The position of the hand suggested it was a left hand with a flat palm and fingers pointing up. I later realized that to place your hand like that, you'd have to be quite low. But the window was level with the ground in the well, and the well was about three to four feet deep. We know what you're talking about there out yeah, in the Midwest. Yeah, I grew
2: up with these window wells, yeah, yeah. and we it's know really hard to tuck about. yourself down there and hide. So yeah. this thing would have to be coming up from under the ground. I don't okay, because I'm
4: not familiar with that. Okay, mm, good.
3: I don't recall anyone screaming or getting scared. We just dashed out of the room and up the stairs, bursting through the door. Both my mom and dad were in their usual spots in the living room. My brother told my dad, who then did what any farmer would do. He quickly pulled out a gun, as if from thin air, and <laughs> headed out the front door and around the house. We ran to I the like back. I'd s- like, as
2: if from thin yeah, air. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: we ran to the back. It's it's in the side of the Lazy Boy next to the remote control. That's uh, where it is. We ran to the back sliding door, expecting the intruder to be fleeing towards the back of the property to escape an angry dad with a gun. But soon after, my dad casually walked back from that direction, gun in hand. My mom quickly checked the front window to see if maybe the intruder had run the other way, but there was no sign of anyone. My dad spent a good while searching the property. When he returned, he checked the basement. The screen was unlocked and there was no evidence of anyone being there.
2: Screen was untouched. I think that's important. Untouched. Oh,
3: okay. Untouched and there was no evidence of anyone being there. Here's where it gets interesting. About five years later, now living in Florida, I was chatting with my best friend and now brother-in-law. He recounted an incident from a few years prior. Best
2: friend married your sister? Whoa. (laughs) That's
4: the story. I'd be
2: scared. (laughs) If I was your best friend, I'd be scared of your dad and his gun. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) He recounted an incident from a few years prior when he and his cousin were playing video games in his room. The window was open, and suddenly they both noticed a large white hand pressed flat against the screen. They searched the entire home and property with his parents, but found no trace of anyone. We've tried our best to compare the dates, and we believe it was likely the same year and season for both incidents, but we can't be certain. But it feels like the same hand at the same time. Anyway, thanks for reading my stories. You guys are awesome. Keep it going. Regards, Patrick. This, is a, you, this wow. is a new one. This is a new one,
2: Patrick. <sighs> yeah. Disembodied hands showing up in two different people's lives yeah. who are later connected, but at the time were strangers. And what do you get from this?
4: Well, I ha- so I have to ask you guys, since you're more familiar, so you can't, if a can of person... Get down to that window. You could. A window like yeah,
3: that. Yeah, you, can you fit could fit your whole body down in you there. You could but fit your whole like body little... there,
2: but your whole body would be in front of the window. Right. It's like basically a little. Win- so picture like, okay, the house, the, there's, you're standing at the back of the house and mm-hmm. you look down at the side of the house, there's a basement window and it's set in like a half moon window well. Mm-hmm. So you can oh, hop okay. down into the half moon oh, and crouch down, and you could look in the window. Sometimes into people the gate them with
3: bars, so people can't get down in there. Yeah. You know, oh, we'd
2: see we'd see raccoons down there. We'd horrible. see all sorts of things hanging out. <laughs> right. So right. so, oh, that's so scary. If, if there was just <clears throat> a hand exposing, go, moving up. It would it would imply that it was below the window, which would be below the dirt line in the window well. It would be hard. to... So you couldn't to, lay
4: down and then just go. Let me creep my hand up would, here. There's no, no way. You're just or gotta, go from probably, the side. You probably or something. only
2: have a few inches. If you you could come down, but you probably only have maybe six inches, seven inches between the window and that that window well. It'd be tough. Yeah, could, arguably without seeing it, you know what I mean.
4: Right. I guess the first vision I had is that I, I felt like it was like a real person. That's just the first vision I had. But I could be wrong. Um, I didn't see any paranormal stuff in their house or any spirit. It is just, like you said, very, very rare that a spirit would be going to the same houses doing the same thing. But I saw like a man's hand and like a blue sleeve. I kept seeing mm. like a blue sleeve for mm. some reason, which reminds me of like uh like a... Like a like a worker like a like a maintenance type of pe- mm-hmm. person like almost a key was in uniform mm-hmm. um, I I just don't see it as a spirit I, I mean yeah it just doesn't match it doesn't check any box uh, of how they operate because I think by the time the dad came and all this stuff someone could have just you know booked off
2: and let's not forget dad's love playing pranks on just a bunch right. of kids playing it video games. It felt very
4: pranky to me. That's what I'm saying. It kind of it kind of felt like that. It doesn't check the boxes of how the spirit world acts. Um, they're not really going on the outside. They're going to be on the inside of your house.
2: Okay. All right. It's
4: kind of rare that they're on the outside. But and if you, they are on the outside, they're, they're doing both. You know, they're going to be on both.
2: What do you think about the coincidence or the synchronicity that they both had an experience around the same time?
4: Yeah, I feel like someone's pranking them.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah,
4: it's just my, I, this is I my it. gut. <laughs> hey, this is how you know you're dealing with
2: a legit intuitive and medium because if she's not going to see something, she's going to tell you I don't see. Yeah. It.
4: I am known for being honest. <laughs>
2: still creepy. It's still a it's, creepy story. No, l- let me let
4: me let me make this statement. I uh, 10 times would be more afraid of a real person ever than I would be afraid of it, of being a spirit. I'm way more afraid of the living. I hope it's a spirit hand.
3: (laughs) I would be like, please, God, let that be
4: a spirit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs)
2: Amazing. All right. Well, Adela, thank you so much. This uh, went by too fast. We'll have to have you back on and maybe do a few more of these uh, in the future. I know I have another one set aside for you. Uh, Where can people find you? Where can they find the podcast? Tell us all about it.
4: Awesome. Yes, you can find me on all the platforms. Instagram is where I post the most and I post on TikTok as well. Dale Vine. It's pretty easy. Um, and my website's adelelevine.com. If you're interested in my services and telling me how much you love the Bigfoot Collectors Club, feel free. Um, but my, um, podcast is the house medium and you can get that wherever you listen to podcasts. If you, what I do is you send in your, your paranormal experience to me at, uh, the house medium at Gmail. And if I think it kind of fits something that is, in that bill, I'll have you on and I'll tell you what I see. So you
2: you get yeah. to be on the show with Adela.
4: Yes. And that's always uh interesting because people are nervous. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
2: but it's fun. It's very it's, endearing and you get some really yeah. good stories from people.
4: I do, and I want I want people to hear from people. And people, what I find is that people are just like, oh my gosh, I have this story. I'm so afraid, but I heard someone else do it. So I'm going to go for it. You know, people are afraid to kind of come out of, you know what I mean? So I think people are going like, oh, I'm not the only one or okay. I feel a little bit better, you know? So I, it's just coming from the real mouths of them. And then, you know, and I think it kind of creates, I'm trying to normalize it basically. And yeah. also, oh, I forgot to say, I do classes and things like this. I am teaching a class how to meditate and connect to the ET people Ooh. and things like that. So you all can right. find all that stuff on my website. Thank Great. you. We love Thanks, it, guys.
2: And I'm gonna plug too. Uh, earlier this year, Adela and our friend Linda, the ghost hunter, came to Riley's house mm-hmm. to investigate uh, a, a linger, a, a possible lingering spirit in the house and that uh we've been told is the scariest episode that we've ever done that's uh over on pcc the other side of our patreon.com slash bigfoot collectors club it's it's a classic um if you haven't heard it and you know you still got a few days before halloween so perfect time to check that episode out there's some scary stuff in that one yes Mm -hmm. all right is it it better
4: though is it better at all
1: yeah, it feels pretty ghost free these Uh-oh. days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. You know, well, it's uh, You're it's learning spoo- to live with them. It's a spooky house and I just accept it, you okay. know. Okay.
2: I f- yes. I feel the energy's a little bit better in there, but Oh
4: yeah. Okay, good. That's good. Well, sometimes, you can not you don't though, have to get rid of oh, so sometimes get that little
1: feeling over the corner of my shoulder, you know. I'm like,
2: oh, who's, who's
1: back there?
3: Hey, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to a sequel. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah. Also Dang. like that's just called living in them hills, man. I'm telling yep. you, Haunted these those hills. Hills, hills out here, these hills Ooh. out here are teeming with shit, and True. I'm not fucking kidding around. Like the Hollywood Hills and the environs are fucking weird out here. Mm-hmm.
4: Not no, I am concur. Like I I do not like to get lost in those hills, and no. I almost got lost a few times even as as I'm tuned in. I'm like, there is some shit out here. It's all Ooh. kinds of stuff. All shit kinds passes, of energy. I,
2: sometimes I feel like shit creatures. just passes through my fucking house, and it's just going through.
1: The yeah. other day, right in front of my house, a massive owl flew right <gasps> across my face, like Whoa. four what? feet away from me, Whoa, maybe. I wow. just swooped <laughs> down and flew right by, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's
4: rare, Riley. That's a good sign. I have always good. Begging yeah. for that to happen. That's awesome. It
1: felt it felt auspicious and cool. And I was like, ah. oh, there you go. That's the hills. All right.
2: Love that. All mm-hmm. righty. Well, thank you so much, Adela. We'll talk thank to you, you
3: soon. Thank you, Adela.
2: Huge thanks to Adela. And huge thanks to you for writing in. And uh, letter writers, please uh, send us any updates if you got them, if any of those... Hit the nail on the head for you. We'd love to hear from you. And a uh, big thanks to you, all the uh, all the you other listeners, especially our friends who recently joined us over on the other side. And you know what? Because 10 wasn't freaky enough, it's time to thank 13 freaky friends. You guys nice. want to do this? Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. a recent yes. uh, people have joined us over on our Patreon. Adam Smith. Great.
3: Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Adam.
2: Julie Jorg Splashal. Thank you. Tanya Stanford. Thanks, Tanya. Ben Kubitz. Thanks, Ben. David Cosmeteer.
1: Thanks, David. Welcome.
2: Danny Tammy Germani.
1: Thanks, Danny.
2: Why didn't I put that as my favorite name? That's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> damn it. Uh, Carolyn Dyla, Cosmeteer.
1: Thank you, Carolyn. Welcome.
2: Rob Ritter, Cosmeteer.
1: Thanks, Rob. Welcome.
2: Ben Kingston, Cosmeteer.
1: Thank you, Ben. Welcome.
2: Kevin DeVos.
1: Thank you, Kevin.
2: Lore of the South, L-O-T-S. I don't know if that's a podcast.
1: Thanks. all the same.
2: Uh, Bethany Beatty, Cosmeteer.
1: Thank you, Bethany. Welcome.
2: And I'm going to say my second favorite name of the week, Doze. Cosmeteer.
1: Does. Welcome. Wow. So many Cosmeteers. Huh? I know welcome, all of you. Yeah. Awesome they're nice. all
2: joining Riley's Cosmic Cult. You can Man. be a freaky friend when you join patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club and unlock total access to BCC, which includes three bonus episodes every month, merch discounts, access to the BB, BCC Discord. <laughs> Maybe we'll throw in the BBC one <laughs> a as well. <laughs> uh, and much more. Upgrade to the Cosmeteer membership to unlock three wonderful musical tracks from super producer Riley every month. Uh, I'm uh, I'm at McMills on Instagram. I want to remind everyone a zombie Bigfoot clubhouse live stream is this Friday at 6 PM Pacific time tickets at popsylounge.com right now. Go check out our previous shows on YouTube and uh, get yourself a ticket.
3: Yes, there you go. I'm on those socials as well. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Bryce Johnson and on Twitter at Bryce O. Johnson. Uh, Are you watching Expedition Bigfoot, Alaska? You should be. Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. on the Discovery Channel coming to streaming November 2nd. I know you've been patiently waiting. It's your turn now. Can't wait for you to see it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm about to embark on tour with the name Tommy. We're making our way up. Uh, I, the name Tommy is the instagram i don't know why i said it like well, that.
2: well there you go follow the but name follow
1: Tomi. that the band is called Tommy. uh we'll be making our way up the west coast uh so uh, we would love to meet you in person at a show and also speaking of shows i just want to say if you have not been to a live stream yet this is the one to attend and if you have been then you already know how fun these are and i look forward to seeing you all and chatting with you in the comments while it's all going on it's a really good time, so come hang out. It's Halloween. Let's have yeah, fun, baby. Kick
3: off Yeah, we're gonna, I think we're gonna wear the a costume. Are we gonna costume we're, up? Boys? We're gonna costume. We're not yes. telling yes. each other you what we're gonna stop wear. Me. Yeah, great. It's gonna be yeah. a surprise. Okay, great. Perfect.
2: Woo-hoo. All right, we are gonna cross over to the other side for our other Halloween tradition. It's the return of monster, zombie, Bigfoots scary 16 monster showdown i cannot wait oh boy if we don't see you over there and if we don't see you at the live stream we'll all be very sad but we'll see you back here wednesday for an all-new episode of bigfoot collectors club until then good night
3: and go get regressed
2: happy halloween
0: Bigfoot
3: Collectors Club is executive produced by Michael McMillan, Riley Bray, and Bryce Johnson. Our show is engineered, produced, and scored by Riley Bray. Our theme song, "Come Alone," is by Sun Eaters. Follow them on Spotify. Want more BCC? For exclusive full-length episodes every month and total access to the other side, check out Patreon.com/slash Bigfoot Collectors Club.